going on, Indian Podcast family? Um, welcome back to another episode of the pod. Um, if you watched last episode, you already know who our two guests are. Um, we're back in the shop again with my boy Mike. Absolutely. We're back with my boy Jamal. And um, last pod, we had sort of got on the surface of obedience yeah. um, and sort of talking through what obedience looks like what obedience feels like sometimes. But during the break that we just had, we sort of dialogued about how obedience ties into a multitude of different things. Um, I know you brought up in the break that obedience can be difficult when we are prideful. Uh, And I kind of want to dive in there. Um, And so I want you to explain, explain what you mean by that a little bit more. Yeah, um, so I'm trying to find a, a good way to say it. Uh, obedience, like once you're trying to be obedient to someone, um, any type of communication, rather people know it or not, it's always filtered through our pride. Wow. And so it's either you're going to filter what you hear through pride or you're going to filter through humility. Mm. So if somebody's telling you to do something and you respect the authority, you're going to filter that through humility. Right, yeah. Right. But it doesn't mean that you're, you may not filter it through pride also, but you may just go with the one like, all right, I'm going to actually do it because I respect them. I'm going to choose humility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Although but, I feel prideful. No, no, right, literally. Right. That's pride. literally like, what I was talking it about. It could be like, like acting at the same time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's, oh, it's there at the same time. But, um, no, uh, pride really comes in um, because, I mean, like you said, obedience is sacrifice, meaning it ain't it ain't gonna be convenient. Yeah. So uh, pride comes in when you have to outweigh. When we go back to talking about that worth, like, is it worth me putting myself and my personal desires over what is being asked of me, what is being required for me? Right. Yeah. And what is the worth? Of it? The question is, can you put it on the altar? Right. Yeah, that's, that's the question. Right. Like. The Holy Spirit just gave me a revelation, and I'm like, wow. The truth of the matter is, Mm -hmm. we have to question whether or not the thing that God is asking us to move on is an idol. Mm. An idol. Mm. Mm. See, pride, all pride is, is not knowing that you don't know. That's all it is. It's just ignorance because you. We already already try to control our everyday lives and what we're happening, what we're doing, and all that. Um, it's difficult, especially us, our age. We're in an age yeah. group where we really just want to live our lives, do our own thing. We really yeah. don't know what's going on. But that that just makes me think like we really are ignorant to our spiritual man. Yeah. We don't know what he needs. God knows what he needs. We don't know how we can get it to it. God knows how we can get it to it. So. Mm-hmm. To really sit yourself down and really realize that you don't know what you're doing at all. You don't yeah. know where you're going. Your plans could veer off at any moment. That right there should be enough to humble you mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. I think the issue with pride is that since we think we know what's right, we think we can live any way that we want to live. Um, and so a lot of times, culture likes to describe freedom as the ability to do whatever I want to do, however I want to do it. Um, I wouldn't too far. Exactly. And I wouldn't describe freedom that way. I think freedom is actually restraint. Mm. That a fish is actually most free in the sea. Mm. A train is most free on the tracks. 
Yeah. Um, and wow. so if we don't understand that, God places boundaries in our lives because he actually loves us. Mm. The same way that I would put up a fence around my house to protect a small baby, God sets up these fences in our lives to protect us from ourselves. Because the problem is we think that we know what's best. We think that we know what's accurate. Yeah. And so yeah. freedom is actually not found in doing whatever I want to do. Right. Freedom is actually found in my ability to restrain myself. Paul says it this way, that the love of God constraineth me. That it is God's love. It is his protection that guards us from ourselves. Um, and I think that if we don't get to a place to where we understand I need to be obedient to God yeah. simply because I don't know. Simply because I don't know what's best for me. I don't know what's right. I don't know what makes sense. I don't know how to move. I don't know where to go. What's funny is <laughs> we dig our own holes and we try to blame Satan for everything. When in reality... Wait, wait, talk about this. <laughs> when in reality, it's like, God never told you to go there. He never told you to do that, but because we're prideful, it's in our human nature to do what we want. But we would have we would have never ended up in certain situations had we have listened to God in the first place. Had we been obedient. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, we don't know that we need boundaries. You know, we feel like the world is for us to get, but we're not supposed to be everywhere. You know, there are some things in certain places that we we just shouldn't we shouldn't go. Yeah. I heard, I uh as y'all was talking about this is crazy i heard this um <laughs> it was so crazy because uh i mean the concept was just prevalent with with both of the things y'all were saying and um it really is that pride invalidates boundaries huh. so pride invalidates boundaries so pride says the boundaries are there but they don't apply to me. Like th those boundaries, yeah, cool. They're cool. I yeah. recognize because pride is not always ignorance. Pride, you can, you can. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh. This man just yeah, said. He's swinging the buff episode. Pride is not ignorance. No, no, no. Oh. no pride, <laughs> pride, pride is knowing and still thinking, nah. That yeah that is good yeah. bro because yeah. i've been there yeah i've yeah. been in predicaments where i'm just you like could know, never be me but i know this yeah. is probably the right thing to do but just because it's you telling me to do it i don't want <laughs> yeah, to do, I don't it. Wanna do it yeah Man. and so it's like that's pride yeah. bro it's just it, it invalidates the boundaries it doesn't it doesn't like unrecognize them yeah. it's like oh yeah those that's are boundaries good. but you know those yeah. those we kind of shoe fly with the with the boundaries. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, that's cute. And and what's crazy is, um, and then you start seeing. I'm gonna walk like, um, you start seeing um, prideful leaders. Yeah. And then it's like God's grace is so sufficient that God begins to cover leaders who are acting in pride, and a lot of people believe that oh yeah i'm so effective i'm doing this i'm doing that and it's like no god is just using you on your platform and god is just choosing not to embarrass you so he's letting you you know he's letting Literally. you he's letting you be used by him right, right. but just because god is using you 
doesn't mean <laughs> that what you're doing is at its peak level or that you're being affected. It doesn't mean that you're in his will. Yeah. God literally used it a murderer. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, no, it's no saying that, that anything that goes on is, is beyond your mindset. For me, it, it makes me feel like disinterested when I trust myself because yeah. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. And when you're in that mindset of, yeah, there are commandments, there are these principles, but what if I just, what if yeah. I just, and then, you mm -hmm. know, that just leads on to, to spiritual numbness. Yeah. You're numb to, to where you're going. You're yeah. numb to what's really going on. Yeah, Your spirit, yeah, yeah. man, is probably starving right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everything he's been told to do, you're just you're ignoring it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need some milk. Um. So I I kind of want to pick it back off of what Jamal was talking about because I think that's real. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with is that they don't realize that the grace of God is actually covering them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's think about it. Yes. Saul, <laughs> chosen by God. We forget that Please Saul talk. was like. Chosen by God, right? And that at one point Saul was obedient. Yeah, mm -hmm. he he was obedient to God, but the reason why God's grace lifted off of his life is because he stopped being obedient. Come on. And so I think that there are people who, who like you said, who can operate in pride but are still obedient. Yeah. And so since they're still obedient, the grace of God still covers them. And I think that sometimes we have to understand that just because God is covering you in your pride, mm -hmm. just because he is protecting you, mm -hmm. even though you're still prideful, yep. does not make it right. Yeah. It doesn't justify it. Paul says um, in Romans, Paul says, um, is it right? Essentially, I'm going to paraphrase. He essentially says that. Just because God's grace is efficient, does that make it right for us to keep sinning? Right, By no means right, right. does that make it right, is what Paul is saying in Romans. Yeah. And I think that we have to get to a place to where we really understand that just because God is gracious and God is patient with us mm -hmm. does not make it right for us to still live this ratchet lifestyle. You know, mm, Jesus. Being a drummer, holding sticks in my hand and swinging, we build so much calluses. Yeah. Right? The first day of playing drums, it hurts to yeah. play. It's not natural for you to hold sticks you better say and, this. and grind wood against your hand. But after a certain amount of time, you build up this, this extra layer of yeah. numbness, this extra mm -hmm. skin. And at a certain point, it's no longer affecting you. Yeah. So when you get to that point and you finally realize, oh, now I'm looking at my hands. And y'all can see how much calluses I have yeah, on my yeah, hands yeah. from sticks alone. But you know, when you go so long with a certain lifestyle, you don't realize how much how much calluses is on your spirit, man. That's that's dangerous. That's dangerous. That is that is mm. that's good. That's that is good. It's like that is that is culture, though. Mm -hmm. That's where we are. <laughs> we have yeah. become so detached. Mm. From our feelings, yeah. from our emotions, but that's society. from the will of God. Especially us as men, bro. Mm -hmm. We're always taught, man, just suck it up. Yeah, do keep it pushing. Yeah, keep it pushing, brother. You know, build some extra. This it's plenty out here. Nah, bro, you got to deal with that issue right now. Yeah, right now. Because oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I think that we think that it goes away. Mm. The problem never goes away. 
it only goes underneath. Mm -hmm. The problem only is buried deeper and deeper and deeper. But that insecurity don't leave. That trauma, it don't leave. That hurt that you experienced when you were five years old, it never goes away. If you don't acknowledge it, mm -hmm. if you don't deal with it, if you don't heal from it, mm -hmm. you will never actually step into what God is calling you to yeah. because you think that just by me not recognizing it, mm -hmm. well, I'm fine. But the truth of the matter is it's affecting your everyday decisions. It's affecting the way that you think. Yeah. It's affecting your emotions. Mm -hmm. It's affecting your spirit, man. Um, and so if you don't actually get to a place to where you dig those things up, you dig that hurt up, you dig that pain up, you dig that trauma up, and you actually deal with it, and you actually wrestle through it, and you actually become more self-aware, and you talk to a counselor. That, yeah. like that's, yeah. that stigma that you have to be strong all the time, or you have to, you have to hold it together all the time. It's like, it's unrealistic. Yeah. You need to talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. You need to vent. You need to let it out. You need to allow yourself to feel what you feel. Mm -hmm. And you also need someone to work you through it and to help you walk through it. Mm -hmm. Because if you just suppress that thing, it will it will kill you. It's because they're trying to deal with it of their own knowledge. And that's just not smart. You can't do that. There's I don't know nothing. what's in the shop today. <laughs> Y'all brothers have been swinging these past two episodes. And I'm like... What is going on? This is good. This is level. good. Talk yeah. about that. It's another level, though. Like, there's only so much we know. And even when it comes to, like I said a few episodes ago, studying the Bible can only get you so far on your own. You yeah. have to ask somebody that knows more. But if you're just so prideful and I'm going to figure this out on my own, brother, you probably have misinterpreted five <laughs> scriptures in an hour. You know, you got to ask somebody. It's hard to trust. Yeah. Here's a, like, prime example. Like... Right now, if I wanted to know, like, I would hit Jayon up to ask him something about scripture. I'm older than him. I literally call him little bro. <laughs> like, but like, like, if I'm like, like, oh, like, what is dude talking about right here? Yeah. Like, I, I would hit Jayon up. You know, if I needed, if I really needed somebody to hit up, like, I know Jayon's gonna hit me back. You know, or even if he don't got something for me, it's like, hey, let me study it myself. I hit you back. Right. Like, but I, I'm, I'm coming from a humble perspective because at the end of the day, I know you've spent more time with this than I have. Yeah. I know that you have sat under more leaders in this area than I have. Yeah. You know, so it would just be. Um, just not smart of me <laughs> to just say, oh no, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask, you know, I'm not gonna ask Jayon, who I know for sure puts this amount of time. I'm gonna go ask somebody older than me because maybe I need, I need to be asking somebody older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to knowledge and maturity, that doesn't have an age; it has right. a level. Yeah. Exactly. So you need to be seeking it from the people that has that level. Yeah. And I think just even as men, as people, we get so prideful and we're like, you know, well. Since they're younger than me and I've had more time to get to know these answers, I shouldn't be asking somebody younger for something. And it goes back to what you were talking about, about the uh, older people not wanting to receive from, like, from 
somebody who's younger. Mm-hmm. But even like it doesn't even go for just men and just older people. It goes for everybody. Everybody, right? Yeah. right? right. Yeah. Like everybody. we have these uh, stereotypes and these mm-hmm. preconceived notions of people that aren't necessarily accurate, right? Um, I was talking to someone the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, you aren't the way that you act on social media at all." Right. So like the way that you come off on social media is not the way that you are in real life. And I'm just like, well, I mean, I don't I'm a real person, bro. I'm a real human being. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like if you don't if you don't allow yourself to go past Mm -hmm. these thoughts that you already have about somebody, these thoughts that you have made up in your mind about someone Mm -hmm. and actually be humble enough to be like, yo, they may have something that. I can learn from they may have something that I can grow from um then you will never actually be able to benefit from relationships with people because you have always become so prideful like you mm-hmm. you think that you know everything and it's like everybody has something to offer mm. Jaden teaches me something you teach me something you teach me something Trent teaches me like people in my life teach I learn from everybody because everyone has value Everyone has. <laughs> really, <laughs> man. It, it, it reminds me of y'all remember. Here, here's the rock. Here's the rock. I see you. Um, he used to play for UNC. Tyler Hansberg. Y'all remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where is he now? <laughs> let me let me explain. I heard a story of Kyrie Irving almost going to UNC. Uh huh. In an interview, asked, "Hey, why didn't you go to UNC?" Well. On my college day visit, I tried to talk to so and so, so and so, so. He got a tall hands, bro. Tall hands, bro. Goes, I don't talk to recruits. Was it John Wall? It was. Uh, it was Kyrie. I think it was either Kyrie or John Wall. I think it was Wall. I think it was Wall. 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 John Wall. You are you. It, it is John Wall. Yeah, 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 and it's like, you don't talk to recruits, bro. That's huh. like me walking in here to an apprentice barber that just got out of school and he cutting hair, but I'm like. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Why are you in here? But it's like, bro, where's Tyler Hansborough now? Yeah. Like nobody knows where he is. <laughs> you violating people. It's Tyler, like, we love you, bro. Uh, if you see this, we love you, man. You had a great run, but I'm you see sure where you're pride. You see where your pride got you. We hope that you're not prideful no more. <laughs> oh. Hurt him more than he thought it would. Yeah, but I think that's what pride does. Pride overinflates. Mm. That I mean, that is pride. Pride makes yeah. you think that you're bigger than what you really are. Mm. Um, Paul says, "What knowledge? You gotta stay there. You gotta, puffs up. You gotta stay there. But love mm. builds up. Um, mm. And I think that if you don't understand that, like, you probably aren't what you think you are. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just crushed somebody's like whole mm. whole pride. It, there's there's so many different perspectives on what's worth what mm-hmm. like what's maybe worth a nice car to you maybe a, a bentley bentega but mm-hmm. to somebody else it's a toyota camry mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so to what's worth it's like it, it is that but people don't understand that there is a major scale yeah there is spiritual maturity there is fleshly maturity which is understanding when you go and say i walk into a bar right now mm-hmm. right and i'm not even trying to do this i'm trying to minister to people yeah right just because i'm in a certain area doesn't mean that I can't do certain things, but yeah. you can't allow certain spiritual people to jump on you while you're leaving. Yeah, you know when you come back into something, you got to have that spirit, spiritual maturity to, to stand your ground, ten toes down, because it's it's easy to hop up off that, yeah, catch that pride and get knocked right back down. Yeah, 
Yeah, bro. I think that we have to get to a place um, as a society, as a culture, to where we have, we sort of rid ourselves of these prejudices that we have against people. Um, And I'm not just talking about like racial prejudices. Like there are just certain notions that we have placed in our brains about certain people who we may not even know. Um, And it's like, if you don't allow yourself to get past that, if you don't allow yourself to move past, there's a story in the Gospels where Jesus, um, these religious leaders bring this woman who's caught in adultery to Jesus. And um, they're like, you know, the law says kill her. We should kill her. What do you think we should do with her? And Jesus is like, let the first person who has not sinned throw the first stone. Everybody like. Everybody bounces. (laughs) And then he says to the woman, um, go and sin no more. Because if Jesus had believed what these people said about her, this woman would be dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Jesus had taken all of these prejudices that these people have placed on this woman because she is an adulterer, this woman would have been dead. But rather than Jesus allowing the opinions of other people to cloud his judgment on her, Jesus was willing to be humble enough to say, I know what these people say about you, but I'm willing to give you a chance. Mm-hmm. And he, he gives this woman both grace and truth. And I think mm-hmm. this is a balance that culture has an issue with. We don't know how to give grace and we don't know how to give truth at the same time. We don't know how to help people through it with truth, but be gracious enough to still walk with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we are going to walk into mm-hmm. obedience, yeah, it is going to require both grace and truth. Mm-hmm. That requires so much patience, bro. Walking with people in their spiritual life is tiring because on your own, you already have a lot of things you want to do on your own and your own views as racist. Then you, it's like even with a relationship mm-hmm. with your girlfriend or your boyfriend, it's like y'all are now tagging along and helping each other. But that means you have to help each other when y'all are actually going through something, not yeah. physically or just, just financially or anything, but there is spiritual warfare, yeah. whether you see it or you don't see it. Mm-hmm. In the house, in the car, on your job, is there. So mm-hmm. when you bring two different people or you're walking with somebody, you have to be very, very careful how you speak to them, yeah. how you pray over them. Yeah. Can't let everybody pray over you, for one. Yeah. So some demons will jump off. But for three, you just have to be really patient. Yeah. Really, really, really patient. Yeah, I agree. I think that we have to, we have to be willing to be patient with people who this is sort of a full circle moment. Who wrestle with disobedience? Mm. Who wrestle with it? It's going to take longer. Yeah, it's going to take yeah. time for oh, you to yeah. build that trust and build that mm-hmm. relationship with God. And um, I think that is where we have to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, these two conversations have been Amazing. incredible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. golly, Jeez. I am blown away. Yeah. And I'm kind of like still full. Like I still yeah. have so much that I, I want to get out. Say, but... um, and so we may just have to like continue this conversation mm-hmm. another day. Absolutely. Um, we we had a long shoot day. It's almost midnight, and so we're about to go get some sleep. Yeah. All right, Indian Podcast family. Absolutely. Yes, food. Cookout run. Um, Absolutely. if you guys liked this video, um, if you enjoyed this content, leave us a like, comment, subscribe. Um, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Apple and Spotify, um, rate us, leave us a review. I le- I read every review. I read every comment. So show us some love, and I will show you some love back. Um, we will see you guys in the next episode. Um, and yeah, we out. Love y'all. Peace.